Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, your chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she trying to jerk. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, your chick she so thirsty. What's going on, Breakers, man? It is me, Charles Carter, and threw me through the screen again. And my boy Evan Schumar, man. Welcome back, man. We are back with episode 29, right? 29? Yes, sir. 29, man. I think it's ranked in the web. I think that's it. Yeah, ranked in the web. Ranked in the web. Von Neuf. Okay, baby, baby, man. So, yeah, we're back here with episode 29, man. First thing we'll get into is it's playoff time, man, for the MLB. It's yeah. that time. So Evan, man, he can go and give you the rundown for it, man. Let him know, Evan. Well, man, uh, let's see. Last night, <clears throat> we had the Boston Red Sox go up against the New York Yankees in the AL wild card game where the Yankees fell to the Red Sox. You know, a lot of people were kind of surprised by that. I wasn't, you know, too surprised. Uh, score was six to two. Red Sox really kind of just had their way. Didn't really have, um, you know, too many problems with uh, New York. And they're going to go up and face the number one seed in the AL, the Rays. And then uh, looking at the other AL matchup we got is the Chicago White Sox facing the Houston Astros. We're going to get to that one here in just a second. Taking a peek over at the NL. Right now, we got Adam Wainwright and Max Scherzer going at it for Chicago. Excuse me, not Chicago. For the Cardinals and for the Dodgers. So they're um, in the midst of their game right now. I'll give you a score update. About to be the bottom of the fourth, and it's one nothing Cardinals way. So winner of this game will go play the number one seed in San Francisco, you have to go place against the Giants. And then the other uh, series we got in the NL is the Braves and the Brewers. So, um, really, I just wanted to kind of ask you a couple questions. I want to see who you're picking, Mr. Charles. I'm going to put you on the spot. Just to win the whole thing or from each side? Uh, All right, all right. You know, uh, for – let's go. Let's go just the ALDS and the NLDS. Who do you got between the Rays and the Red Sox? Best of five. Oh, man. Okay. Raising the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm going Rays. Smart choice. Smart choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about the Strohs versus the White Sox? Okay. I'll be honest. I'm going the White Sox. Hey, hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. You don't have to go for the hometown team. You know, hey. As much as I want to go with uh, the Astros, um, you told me earlier, you know, you're looking at their pitching lineup. Can't really say I did so much studying on their on their current pitching line that they're going to use for this game. Mm-hmm. But as their individual performance throughout the year, I'm not a huge fan of just this this group this group for this uh, for this game. Yeah, I um <clears throat> I think that I'll take the Rays. I'll take them probably three, probably in a clean sweep, maybe four at most. I mean, I don't think they're going to have too much of a problem versus the Red Sox. It's in division, you know, they're they're used to seeing each other. But the Ray, I mean, excuse me, but the White Sox and the Astros game, I feel um feel like game one is gonna go to the Astros, but then after that, I feel like it's gonna really be a toss-up. And uh the only reason I'm gonna say like for sure the Astros in game one is just because of the pitching matchup. It's gonna be Lance Lynn going up against Lance McCullers, and Lance McCullers is you know the Astros ace, he's their best guy that they got to offer right now. They just you know gave him a nice big old uh contract and everything earlier this season and 
Lynn, you know, he used to be the Rangers ace and the Astros always tore him up. He has a, an eight start since 2018 against the Astros. His ERA is 5.92. I mean, the Astros have 57 hits and 13 home runs against him and 48 in uh, two thirds innings in a couple of seasons. So I feel like they're just going to go out here and tear him up in game one. Even this year, the Astros handed Lynn, you know, one of his worst starts over what he had was a, a pretty good season for him. Um, he only lasted four innings and gave up six runs uh, back in June. So I think the Astros are going to have their way uh, game one. I think it's going to be a tightly contested series, but I'll take uh, Astros in five. Okay, you're taking Astros in five. Yeah, and in the, the NL, I'm going to say the Dodgers find a way to clutch this game out tonight. Hey, you know, I could be wrong. Like, you know, they're halfway through the game, you know, bottom of the fourth right now. Okay. And then the Dodgers would then have to go – play San Fran who they just went back and forth all year and man I'll, I'll I'll take the Giants in that series and then in Atlanta versus the Brewers uh, I'll take the Brewers pitching staff over that okay. so out of all that if you were just to pick a winner right now I mean granted a lot of these are going to be top, uh, toss up series mm-hmm. uh, if you were to pick a world champ right now um, and crazy because baseball is the most unpredictable sport yeah, I mean, I would say, man, I really feel like it's either going to be the Giants or the Rays. And I know that seems kind of like easy to pick because they're the one seeds, but like they got there because they were so good to begin with, you know, like mm-hmm. they have great batting lineups, top to bottom, good pitching staffs, good bullpens. Like, I just think both of those teams should be the front runners in their conferences. And so you don't think this will be a, you don't think they'll flame out? You think they'll be able to keep it going? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I I definitely think that uh, San Fran will be able to keep their bats and stuff going and uh, rally against uh, – it, it, that's if they beat the Dodgers. Now, I feel like if the Dodgers win that series, if they win tonight, then, you know, I feel like the Dodgers might uh, be able to bring that one out because, yeah, the Dodgers might be the – what are they, the fourth seed, but they finished a couple of games. Oh, man, I don't remember exactly what the final standings were for the MLB, um, but – they, yeah, they finished within a couple of games of each other. It was a very tightly contested race, so I feel like both of those teams kind of you know know each other very very well. Earlier, you were spe- I know earlier you were speaking of front runners, right? Mm-hmm, that was. We're gonna get into some NFL MVP front runners. Four games to the season, front runners. You probably already know who they are. You got Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, it's about that time where you know people come out with the quarterly year awards. And, uh, you know, the MVP is the quarterback award, basically. So this is what the uh, favorites are now. Who do you – who is your biggest surprise on this list? Who is my biggest surprise? Man, it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be – it's got to be Derek Carr. Easily. Like the Raiders themselves, before the uh, this season started, the Raiders were kind of like a, a mid-tier team. Derek Carr – everybody knows Derek Carr had talent. But for some reason, it just didn't manifest completely the way it was supposed to. It was almost in a way like the one time, the one other time he had close to an MVP season, he got hurt. Almost yep. the same case it was with playing the Texans in the uh, wild card. <laughs> exactly. Almost the same case it was with Carson Wentz. Carson, last time Carson Wentz almost had an MVP season, he got hurt. And so we kind of never really seen that same thing ever since until this season. This season, he his completion rate of sixty four point one percent and passes pass for almost about fourteen hundred yards. 
So he's playing his best version of football right now with some missing pieces. His running, his starting running back is out, and he's he's. I wouldn't say he's been injured, but he has some. He's been nicked up uh, during as the season has progressed, and so now he's like my biggest surprise for our front runner. Even though we know he has talent, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy that he's been able to fight through that whole offensive line situation that they had, where they got rid of like three-fifths of their offensive starting offensive linemen within uh, a week of in the, during the offseason. Yeah. He's already been sacked 12 times, which is, you know, more than any of the other uh, guys that we're talking about right now. And I would imagine that's got to be somewhere near the tops of the league. And the, like you said, the fact that he's, you know, throwing a league high, like 1,400 yards, eight touchdowns, you know, three interceptions, you know, pr- pretty good numbers for Derek Carr. I, I, I definitely uh, would put him as my biggest surprise here too as well. Uh, the one person that, and these other guys, I'm not. Well, I'm not surprised about Patrick Mahomes. No, not at all. <laughs> I'd expect him to. If his if his name is not there, I'm surprised. Really, you know what the crazy thing is? I mean, he was in the running last year too. But and I, I know it's super early in his career. I remember, uh, and just to jump over sports one time into basketball. LeBron is highly, you know, widely considered the best player in basketball, and he has been considered that for like. A long time. And to me, since that was true, there was almost no reason he shouldn't win the MVP just about every year, right? And I remember um, Shaq had told, uh, Shaq had said something on, um, I can't remember what, I don't know if it was Shaq or a fool, he was joking about somebody over Kenny Smith. Smith. He was talking to him, he was like, they can't give it to him every year, you know? And I know it's super early in Patrick Mahomes, yeah, but he performs every year for his first year winning the MVP to his second year winning the Super Bowl MVP to his third year being another runner up for the MVP. You know, I mean, there has to be some award for consistency at some at one time, one point. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, those guys that are always consistent at the top, they find their way to Canton. So, hey, I think I think at the end of the day, if he continues to be like this, no matter how many MVPs he wins or doesn't win, he's still going to go to the Hall of Fame. So. Oh, definitely. Um, right now, four games into the season, 72.3% uh, completion, 1,000, well, just around, around 1,200 yards, and 14 touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah, while posting a 119 rating. I mean, he's playing great. He just threw five touchdowns this last week versus the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, he, he did throw an interception in that game, so he wasn't absolutely perfect. You know? <laughs> But the crazy thing is the Chiefs are two and two. So there's like still more to improve on, like as far as the whole offense goes in itself. And speaking on the Chiefs, man, this is, I won't say it's been a weird season, but for the top teams that who were top teams last year, it's been kind of weird. Like we're starting to see a few chips in the armor. Like mm-hmm. early season blues and everything, you know, it, it's on full display right now. Exactly. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch of times with Green Bay. Um, of course, with the Chiefs, their defense has never been the best, obviously, but it's really looking real suspect right now. The Bucks, who had like number one, one stop, the number one run stop defense, their passing defense is like in the mud right now because a lot of their cornerbacks are hurt. These were two teams who were in the Super Bowl last year, and then you got the Packers who were like right there. Had um, had the Bucks defense showed up that game, and now we're seeing these teams kind of kind of struggle in the beginning. 
and seeing these other teams who we didn't really expect, like the Raiders, are taking off. I mean, the Chargers were always good, but you see them. I still think that they're even uh, uh, exceeding people's expectations. I don't think they expected them to come out and, you know, beat the Chiefs in uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I can't say I I expected that either. I don't even think I – that was the first game of the season or the second? That was – I think that was the third game of the season. season. Second, Second or third game, I don't remember. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I think I picked uh, Kansas to win that one. Oh, yeah, man. Speaking of picks, man, so our record. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's still close, man. We we both went 12-4 um, and four this week. We, um, you know, the different games that we picked on, we split those. So yeah. I'm up I'm up by one on the overall count. I got 24 dubs. You got 23. So it's close. It's close, man. Okay. And we, we, we got to put something on this uh, for, like, the end of the year. You know how, like, Skip and Shannon always put, like, some diet do on it or something? We, we, we got to put something on this uh, on these pickles. Okay, okay. What you want to do? What you want to do? What you want? Um, you like the Essentia water, right? Huh? You like Essentia water, right? I do like that. I got a bottle of it right here. Hey, 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 there we go, my guy. So, hey, how about how about a modest little six-pack of those? That's like a good, what, 20? That's cool. No, nah, that's not a $20. Nah, nah, nah. That's like, it's like 10. Like 10? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, that's better than what I was about to say. <laughs> well, you about to throw a bottle of Henny on it? <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of bit, but nah. Um, really, I was about to say, um, I was about to say, keep the goatee and shave, shave your beard. You want me to shave my beard? <laughs> like I say, you up one because I, I might have to shave mine. Hey, I mean, if you want to throw that in the terms and conditions, you know, your beard's a little longer than mine, so like, <sighs> I would look. I, I would actually look. Actually, I experimented with that this past summer just to see what it was. I forgot what my face looked like. I had a beard for so long, so <laughs> I to see what my, uh, my skin looked like up under there. But Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. I've, I've had this goatee f- since I was, like, 18, bro. Like, and then the, I just started growing out the beard in the last year and everything. I, I I can't imagine what I look like straight baby face, bro. Like, I'm I not, I haven't seen that since I was 18. Well, I'm not that evil, man. I, I, mean, I, I got a booty chin, bro, an ass chin, so I can't. Oh, no, you got the Peter Griffin. At least you ain't got the Peter Griffin, though. At least you ain't got the balls chin. No, it's, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> the cut is not that deep. That's not Peter Literally. <laughs> but, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not bold enough to do that. I ain't going to lie to you. To uh, go bare <laughs> Nah. 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 That's not me. That's not me. Right, hey, hey, so let, let's throw um, let's throw a six-pack of Essentia and uh, you got to shave your face. Okay. How, yeah. how about... How about you got to keep it completely cleanly shaven for like two weeks? Hold on. Like, cause if you just shave it off one time, if you just shave it one time and you just grow back, it's like, oh, it's like, eh, who cares? But if you have to like go a little period of time being with the baby face. Hold on, hold on. You say go straight baby face? Yeah. Woo. No goatee, no nothing. Nah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I thought that's what I thought you was talking about. No, go no, straight I, baby. I was saying just keep a goatee. I, I, I was, look, I'm down to just do it for the straight goatee thing. Look, I ain't trying to get rid of it. So I, I, I shake hand on that one. <laughs> okay. I was like, no, I said, no, I'm not bold enough to do the, like the baby face, bro. I'm not. Ah, you ain't, uh, you're not that confident in your picks is what you're telling me. Ooh, okay. Oh, don't call me out. Don't call me out. Don't call oh. me out. Okay. I'm with it. Let's go. Okay. All right, baby face Trey. He coming. Ooh. He's coming in, uh, 
I guess whenever we'll do this, whenever the you want to do this after the Super Bowl. Thanks. All right, all right. So in February, we're all gonna see. You know, Charles have to shave his face and everything. We'll get a post to the socials and everything. Don't worry. You know, you follow us at the Break Room H O U on Twitter. You know, the Break Room Podcast One on Facebook. Right? Ain't that it? That's it, man. Hey, we're not gonna catch Find me on Twitter, Evan Schumar TV. I still, I don't, you don't even know your own handle. I don't know your own handle. Man, three dot the last underscore king, man. He tried to call me out, man. Evan's trying to be funny. To but yeah, nah, it's going to be him, bro. We up, we up one right now. It's okay. Right, hey. Yeah, for the baby face. For the baby face. Hey, we, we here for it. We here for it, man. But uh, going back to these MVP candidates, who do you think, do you think, all right, I don't want to say who do you think is going to win. Do you think the winner of the M- MVP is on this list right now, or do you think it's somebody who's going to come up uh, throughout the later half of the season? Ooh. Yeah, man, in all honesty, I do think the person is possibly on this list. But I, I will say this. The possible dark horse that I am thinking of, and I'm going to go out on the limb, just a dark horse. Do I think he'll win? No, but if he did, I'm not going to say I would be completely surprised. But, okay, the person I think on this list is going to win is probably – one of these two people. I'm thinking either Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes. Those are my two that I'm thinking that are on this list. The person that's not on this list that I'm possibly thinking of that could come come up in some way, maybe really surprise everybody, is Sam Darnold. And huh? <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. it's, Sam Darnold has 67.8 completion, uh, completion rate right now. He's flown for over 1,100 yards, and though his touchdown um, his touchdown count is pretty low, it's five touchdowns, three interceptions. It's um, that's his count right now. The games that he has coming up for this uh, for the season, once they get into a lot of division play, mm-hmm. I think his numbers are really going to boast because his division is pretty weak. Yeah, especially the DBs, and they have the best defensive back room in their own division. And if he goes against that in practice. I can definitely see him improving to the point where he's an MVP candidate. I, I don't know if I'll go that far with you, but like I definitely see him uh, continuing to succeed, though. Okay, okay. What about you, man? Do you think anybody? Do you think the uh, MVP is in this list right now? Um, I think that the two names that I think are going to be on the final MVP list are going to be Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I uh, I think. I think one of them is probably going to end up winning it because it normally just goes to the, who's the best quarterback. And so far, like both of them are playing great. If Justin Herbert edges out Patrick Mahomes somehow, you know, they win the division and everything that's going to help Justin Herbert's case even more. And I'm sure his numbers will just be ungodly at that point. He'll probably throw for almost 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. I'm sorry. Who'd you say again? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. I can see that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he just continued to got better from last year. So, yeah, but but him him and Mahomes, I would say, would probably be the two um, that I could see being on the final ballot. Yeah, being and, and here's the thing, and I said, and, and my two were Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. I forgot about one fact about the Cowboys, and it's that they're the Cowboys. There you go. <laughs> I forgot about that one little thing. Cause right now, like I say, like always, they look they look good. They performing, you know. Um, 
they got so many weapons, you know, but they are the Cowboys. Right around the time Thanksgiving hits, you know, when it gets towards the end of the year, it's, yeah. Start getting a little chilly outside. <laughs> exactly, man. They start to kind of, people either get, what, kicked off the team, drug testing <laughs> for a long time, they're uh, in a case. Um, it's always something. It's always something. So I can leave Justin Herbert. I'm, you know, unless this is just that magical year for the Cowboys and everything goes right and we're all wrong, you know, but. I mean, that happens every, what, like seven or eight years. They go to the playoffs, maybe win a wild card game. And then, I mean, that's it. Like, so, like, even if they do, you know, reach that, like, that's all we've known for the Cowboys to be since 1996, you know? Yeah. You're not lying, man. Yeah, the Cowboys, you know, they they released Jalen Smith today, and he went to the Packers, and I was – I'm not totally surprised. I'm surprised that they cut him just outright. I'm surprised they didn't try to trade him. Maybe they did, and they just didn't really have much of a value for him. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Packers, man, they they definitely need some uh, help at linebacker. So I think uh, Jalen Smith will be a good fit there. He'll just go up there. It's you know playing in Lambeau for him is going to be fun. (laughs) Smacking people when it's all when it's that cold out there, (laughs) that's going to hurt. Yeah, really. And so, but what do you think this means for the Packers? Like, the fact that they signed him, of course, obviously they needed him. But at mm-hmm. the same time, do you think that this is a sign that the Packers are – there's more chips in the armor than we've realized? Or that this is just a good sign that, oh, they're going to get better? Yeah, I, I would say uh, the second one, though, this is just a move to get better. I don't think that they're – down bad to the point they're like oh you know if we don't if we didn't make this signing you know we're we're ass out I, I don't think that's the case they're still three and one and still on top of their division mm. with the bears who are two and two being led by justin fields now who we've seen you know really what a game and a, ha- a half of him yeah really in the first you know game that he played against the uh the browns was some of the worst football we've probably seen in a while, not just from him, but just from the whole offense in general. He played better, you know, last week against the Lions, but I uh, I don't see them, be, you know, pushing them. So I still think the Packers are going to make the playoffs and probably be one of the uh, top seeds in the NFC. No, I'm with you on that. And also with somebody, uh, with him being cut, Jalen Smith being cut, the Pages released Pro Bowl corner Stephon Gilmore, and he re-signed with Carolina. Um, yeah, I uh, saw that. I was that. I'm really, I'm really shocked that nobody. Well, excuse me. You know, they they did. Tra- did they trade for him, Carolina? Because I think that they were gonna just straight up release him, and then Carolina offered a trade, right? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the Patriots traded Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers for a 2023 sixth round pick. Okay. So instead of him just getting, you know, cut, released, they don't get nothing out of him, they flip him for a sixth. I think, obviously, the value there is he's definitely worth more than a sixth-round pick, yeah. but the fact that he's got to go get paid and everything uh, goes into that as well. So a great signing for the uh, – uh, or trade addition to the team for um, those boys over there. They, um, they, they have a stellar defensive back in a uh, group in Carolina. Yeah, I definitely would have thought the Bucks would have been all over that, though. 
just the way they've been looking right now. You know? Hey, maybe maybe they just got out of that uh, discussion because uh, they just signed Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah, off the couch, you know. So, yeah, I just thought. And he went out there and played uh, some good football for them uh, against the Patriots, honestly. Yeah, he did. And what do you think about that game, man? Because I was really surprised how, well, last episode we talked about it. I said that the Bucks should win this game, but I said there has to be something. I mean, this has there just has to be something between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. He has to know his mind. They spent twenty years together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You did say it was going to be a close game, and it was. Yeah, so. I mean, I, granted, I do think the weather had a huge role to, to play in that. Yeah, it was on and off, pouring down rain at times. So, yeah. So, what'd you think about that game and him returning to Foxborough, man? And then, and really, Mac Jones performed. Mac Jones did. I think. Um, I think. I think the Patriots definitely surpassed people's expectations on how they thought they were going to play. The Bucks came out kind of sloppy. Honestly, you know, they really should have relied more on the run game, I feel like, instead of, you know, having Tom Brady pass for 43 times in a game that the weather situation is not ideal. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they were having a great – they were having great success with uh, Leonard Fournette. He was averaging over four and a half yards a carry. He finished the day with 92 yards. So I just don't understand why that they didn't try to lean on that earlier. And I, I mean, I know that that's not like what the Bucks like to do. That's not Bruce Arians' MO is running the football. They want to stretch the field, throw it down, you know, big plays. But I think, you know, the defenses for both teams played, you know, well, bearing the circumstances, you know, it could have been a lot worse uh, for both teams. Mac Jones, he played rather impressive. You know, he took some sacks that I think two of them were like really unavoidable. <laughs> um, man, who was it? Came off the edge one time and just killed the tackle. Um, JPP. I don't think it was Shaq Barrett. It was no, it was um, no uh, Joe Tryon. There we go. Yeah, Joe Tryon one time just beat the tackle like so bad, and it was too quick to where you know Mac Jones can do anything about it. But there was a one or two other times where I just didn't like Mac Jones holding the ball as long as he did, but I know that the Patriots don't have the best receivers and, you know, the situation wasn't the most ideal either. So it wasn't the greatest evaluation game, but it was still entertaining, though. Yeah, man, I definitely agree, man. Low-scoring games, it was good defense, and man, it was a lot of suspense in that game, man. The storyline really played a part in that for me. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think that they should have came out and gave him – you know, more of a, a warmer welcome? Or do you think they did him right? Uh, they did fine, man. I mean, granted, you know, if a quarterback gave Houston six Super Bowls and I might, you know, behave a little bit differently. But at the same time, I mean, I mean you're going against him now. I mean, it wasn't like a whole lot of hate. You know what I mean? It wasn't that. So I think, I think it was fitting. Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter were kind of going off talking about, oh, they should have, you know, stopped the game and gave him a b- big tribute and stuff like that. It's like, hey, at the end of the day, it's still pouring down rain out here and there's a football game to play, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Hey, but that's going to do it all for this segment, man. We're going to be right back with our next segment for our pickums, man. Yes, sir. Breakroom, H-O-U on Twitter and the.breakroom.podcast on Instagram and the Breakroom Podcast 
one on Facebook, man. Follow me on Twitter at the dot the last underscore king. Follow boy Evan at Evan Schumar TV. Breakers, we are here. It is that time. Pick them. We got some steaks. Up on the board now. Here, so hey, these picks got to be extra right. If we can want to get that six pack of Essentia water, and I ain't trying to walk around with a baby face for two weeks. It can't be me. So I got to make every decision the right one. Bro, I'm telling you. Hey, Thursday night football. We got a great game right here, bro. Rams and the Seahawks. Go ahead, give me the Rams. Same, man. I'm going Rams too. Yeah, I don't think that Seattle is going to have the offensive firepower to stick up with the Rams. Nor the defense to hold them down either. Hey, big facts. Hey, on on you know Sunday morning, we got football when you wake up. Because you got the two of the uh, you know nice-looking dumpsters in the NFL going across the pond to go play in London. You got the Falcons and Jets. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Give me the Falcons, man. Give me Matt Ryan over the Rook. Give me the Falcons, man. I mean, the Falcons are less trash than the Jets. I mean, the Jets have been battled mother barrel for I don't know how long. Hey, but the Jets did just beat the Titans, and we both did not pick them to win. I did not pick them to win, and they won in overtime. I saw that. I was, I was kind of happy they got their first win. It had to happen eventually, right? You don't, you just don't want to be that team to lose to the Jets. But yeah. the Jets are still going to find a way to, you know, sneak their, you know, little handful of wins in every year. <laughs> the Titans are surprising people by sucking a little bit. I mean, they were cool, you know what I mean? But they're not what we thought they were going to be in before the season started. Yeah, no. I mean, we'll get into their game here in a minute. But we got the Texans, you know, hometown Houston Texans. Hosting the New England Patriots, I think that this is not going to be a pretty game. I will take the Patriots. I will also take the Patriots. Um, the Texans have been a watered-down, um, lesser version. Uh, I don't say lesser version or anti-version. You know, you watch any DC movies? Like, you familiar, familiar with DC? Yeah, I've seen uh, some of them. I have not as uh, up-to-date with them as, like, I am with the Marvel stuff, though. Oh, it's cool, it's cool. So, you ever seen, like, the old Justice League cartoon? You remember, like, the Bizarro? Bizarro was, like, a, a different dimension Superman. He was, like, say Superman was strong, fast, and smart. You know, Bizarro was strong, dumb, and slow. You know, so, yeah, the, the Texans are like a Bizarro Patriots. You know, like, they're <laughs> the opposite of what they are. I like the creativity and the metaphor right there. So, yeah, man, I'm giving me the pages for that game. <laughs> Fair enough. NFC North matchup. We got the Vikings against the Lions. I think this game is going to be very, very competitive. Honestly, I don't. I don't see one team really running away. Both teams kind of been playing in the similar uh, ways. They're not, you know, playing their best football. The Lions are, you know, playing better than the Vikings. I mean, I think the Vikings, uh, the Lions have been playing the better people would have expected. The Vikings are not playing as good as some people expected. Uh, but give me, give me the Vikings. 
See, this is gonna be a split one, man. I'm actually going with the Lions on this one. Okay, there we go. Okay, you you can't you can't steal my picks every time now. <laughs> See, you say I'm stealing because you're going first. <laughs> All right, you know what? For this next one, Eagles and Panthers. Who you who you picking? Panthers. What? Ah, you doing it? Why you doing it to me? Easy. Come on now. Come on. Be real. I mean, and that's your team too. Who you going? Yeah, with? yeah. No, no. I I'm I'm gonna take the um, Carolina Panthers as well. Come on, exactly, man. I can't help it that we both know football. Come on. Hey, you know. Saints going against the Washington football team. Saints really struggled last week. The Giants came in, beat them in overtime. Yeah, man. Um, so, who, who are you taking here? Risky Jameis. Uh, Max can go with the Saints on this one. Uh, Washington, their defensive line has been very underwhelming for me. They performed decently this past game. But... Just overall, as a collective unit, I mean, as a collective season, season so far, they're not what they were a year ago. And so, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Saints on this one. Hey, fair enough. Uh, looking at some stuff well, right now, I just noticed Washington has given up 122 points. That's the second most in the NFC to the Falcons is the only one that's given up more. Yeah, and the Chiefs have given up 125. Hmm. So, yeah, that defense definitely not playing to the same standard that we expected them to play at. But with all that being said, I'm still picking the Saints. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought about I thought about it for half a second. I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still going with the Saints, though. Uh, team we were just talking about with the Tennessee Titans, they got to go play Urban Meyer fresh off the uh, fat L over the weekend. And off tonight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they got to go play the Jags. I will take the Titans. Sam, I'm also rolling with the Titans, man. The Jaguars are just going to struggle for this season, man. That just looks like what it's going to have to be. Hey, hey, you know, it. trust the process, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what most <laughs> teams say. <laughs> we got uh, two Florida teams going at it. The Dolphins going to Tampa to face against – the Buccaneers. Uh, I don't think that one's going to be too competitive. I don't see Jacoby Brissett, you know, hanging in there with Tom Brady. So I'll take the Bucks. Also going with the Bucks, man. Uh, Tampa is kind of reigning supreme all throughout Florida, so I think it's going to stay that way as long as twelve stays there. So I would agree with you there. Packers and Bengals. Give me Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> We gotta switch it up. We gonna have to go. I'm gonna go next on this one. I'm gonna go first on the next one. All right, that's fine. You can go first on the last of them. Huh? You can go first on the rest of the games. Okay. All right, that's a lot. Yeah, you got a lot of them. Okay. But yeah, man, I'm also going with the Packers, man. The Bengals. What do I think about them? I don't think about them. That's the point. So. Um, hey, fair. Hey, that's a very fair point. <laughs> man, yeah, I'm rolling with the Packers on this one. All right. Well, Mr. Charles. Would you pick Denver or Pittsburgh? Give me Denver. I'm tired of Pittsburgh, man. It's looking like Mike Tomlin's non-losing, uh, non-losing season is in danger this year. So, like, I don't know what. Bro, I gotta find a way to start, you know, separate myself from you, man. Uh, we we can't keep picking the same teams. <laughs> hey, look, we might separate down this list. We still got some games left. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, but. I, I'm I'm going with the Broncos too. You know, I I think their defense is gonna give Big Ben some problems. Definitely, definitely. So for the Bears and the Raiders, uh, this is another easy one. 
the Raiders, we just talked about Derek Carr having an MVP caliber season, how awful the Bears have looked. And so, um, yeah, Raiders are going to be cutting up the Bears all game. So, Yep, I think Justin Fields will take another L, unfortunately. And Derek Carr will just continue to have his MVP caliber season. Absolutely, man. This upcoming game, though, how do you mm. think about the Chargers versus the Browns? I, I, I was also, so now you want me to go first, huh? <laughs> I still go first. I still go first. That's fine. I'm going with the Browns, actually. Oh, come on, man. That's who I was going to pick. Why are you doing this to me? Oh. Chargers. I swear I thought you were going go with the Chargers. No. Oh. Man, you know what? Just because you picked the Browns, I'll take the Chargers, even though I really don't like. I think I'm very on the fence about that 50-50. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Chargers. I, I, I see a world where that offense just has a great day and their defense, you know, continues to play good and shut down their run game. Hey, that's what they got to do to win. You shut down the run game, put the ball in Baker's hands, probably got a winning recipe there. Is that really how you feel? Not making- so it might not be – you know the the strongest feeling, but you know I I, I see that being a possibility, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> that they just that the Chargers find a way to slow the run game up, put it in Baker's hands. You know maybe Baker makes a mistake or two, throws another you know wide open touchdown to Odell's feet. Hey, look, I'm hey. not free, man. Look, your beard is on the line, man. Don't switch because of me. Hey, hey, hey! Don't worry about me and mine. We I I got a game I can give up. <laughs> Ooh, now he bought up the one dub. <laughs> he said, yeah. Hey, I got the one game lead, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It ain't much, but it's something. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, man, next we got the Giants and the Cowboys. Oh, I'm the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cowboys. Cardinals at 49ers. Here we go. We, uh, Cardinals are undefeated. But the 49ers are, might be 2-2. Two and two. But we might get more Trey Lance. Hey. Who knows? I hey, know, he, he did play a lot last game when, when Jimmy went out. Yeah. I know what I said about the Cardinals. Um, about what I just believe that their offense is so special and their defense is doing well. JJ Watt is putting on for their run for their run defense. I'm still going with the Cardinals for this game. All right. Hey, you know what? I picked them to the win the division. Give me the 49ers. They're gonna sit the Cardinals down, give them the first loss. Hot take. Hot take for the week. Hey, we gotta have one. Is that really how you feel? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that the 49ers are going to be able to match up against the Cardinals. I think that their secondary isn't the best, but I know that their front seven will terrorize the Cardinals off the line. Okay, okay. Next game. Hold on. Where, uh, we got the Bears and the Chiefs. Where are they playing? I think that's going to play a major role. It's going to be in uh, Kansas City. Ooh. I'm get, I, Before you take I don't care. I, 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 the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Ooh, see, ah, I'm I'm feeling the bills. I'm feeling the bills. Hey, if they were, if, we, we got to separate at some point, man. If the bills were playing at home, I would feel more strongly about it. But you know, I'm still gonna go with the bills. I'm still gonna go with the bills for this time. Um, the Chiefs' defense is so suspect; it's not gonna really hold up. The Bills' offense is rolling. Their defense is still pretty good. Still not um, not as good as it was last season, but. It's still up there, man. They're still performing well. I'm taking the bills for this game. Hey, I cannot blame you, Bear. I think it's going to be a tightly contested game. If this game was in Buffalo in, let's say, November, December, 
I, I, I would probably take the Bills, kind of like what you were saying. At this point, Mahomes too hot for all that, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire starting to get you know his feet under him in the running game. Yeah, give me a KC Monday night. Carson Wentz and Lamar Jackson dueling out in Baltimore. Who are you picking? I'm going with the Ravens, man. Come on. I had to see maybe if you, you believed in Carson Wentz a little bit, you know? I like Carson Wentz, man. I really do. Um, but I'm going with the Ravens, man. The Ravens have a good defense in there. And I just don't believe in the Colts right now. Now, if Carson Wentz hadn't have injured himself during uh, preseason, I'm not going to but during uh, camp, well, he did injure himself in the preseason, and you know, then again during the regular season. Yeah, and well, if he had had the time for camp and not had that surgery, and then not injure himself in the preseason, and had started the season and just had more time to play, I might feel differently. But as of right now, I don't, man. I see Lamar Jackson like just going all off on this team. Um, this the um, Colts secondary isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. And so, man, yeah, I see the Ravens taking this one. Fair enough on that, man. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens, too. I am sticking with Lamar Jackson in this matchup. But, hey, that's going to do it all for the Pick'em segment. We got one more segment for y'all with y'all's other favorite segment we got, Who's Hot, Who's Not. We got some NBA talk coming up. Y'all go ahead and stick around. We'll be back in a minute. What's popping? What it is? What's going down, breakers, man? We are back in the break room. You know who it is, me, Charles, got my boy Evan Schumer, man. The first thing we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into some NBA. So it's it's about Kevin Durant, man, and the Nets. So we talked about last episode about how the NBA had uh, was placing new rules and regulations on, and I guess more players won't be allowed, uh, they won't be paid for these games in cities that have mandates to where you have to be vaccinated. So certain cities like San Francisco, and I forgot what part of New York, but. It was, just, I believe it was just New York City as a whole. Just New York City as a whole. They, um, you have to be vaccinated to enter into the stadium. And so for players that, you know, aren't vaccinated, they can't enter the stadium, so they won't be paid for those games. Kyrie is one of those people. Kevin Durant made a statement uh, not too long ago today, I want to say, and then Kevin Durant said, I'm envisioning Kyrie being a part of our team. Maybe I'm just naive, but that's how I feel. What do you think this is saying? Because there were rumors about Ben Simmons uh, well, not rumors. There was a possible Ben Simmons trade that was going to happen for Kyrie, but Kevin Durant shut it down. So now that this the NBA has kind of placed, uh, put this rule in place, what do you think that's going to happen now? I think Kyrie's going to have to get vaccinated and play. Unless he's going to do what a lot of these kids are doing nowadays and get a fake vaccination card. But it's like... We're living in a whistle. Is he going to go through that, all that, and actually get a fake vaccination card and lie about it? Because, you know, that's actually kind of crazy. Kids back in the day, you know, like if they're under 21, you know, they have their fake ID. 
Well, now if you want to go to a bar or something, like what if they're like, oh, let me see your vaccination card. You have a fake ID with a different name, but you have your real vaccination card. What are you doing that instance? <laughs> we live in some weird times. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, I think Kyrie's going to have to either just come out and say, I'm not getting vaccinated and it's going to stay that way or get vaccinated and just go on with it. I mean, there's so much at stake for you know, his, his team, they're going to be a contender this year. You know, are you going to sit there and miss more than half of your games? Yeah. Because, you know, half of your season's home games. And then there's what, three teams in California. So when you go out there, you're not going to be able to play. And then if you play the Knicks, you're not going to be able to play. And if more cities continue to, you know, put out these mandates, you might be, you know, SOL in a couple other cities. So if you're going to, you know, miss more than half of your games, you're hurting your team. And, you know, I know I said that before. I think Kyrie is one of those guys that will be perfectly fine. All right. So, yeah, I was saying I could see, you know, Kyrie never playing again if he wanted to because he came out and said multiple times that he enjoys other things in life besides basketball. And I, I definitely believe him. I just hope for the league's sake that that time is not now because they have a great chance of putting together a historical season. Let me just put it that way. You know, they can put up ungodly offensive numbers, and I think that they're going to be one of the favorites in the East, as they should be. Oh, definitely. And so then you have Kyrie on top of that. It sounds like this is going to end with Kyrie getting vaccinated, but – if he doesn't, just if he off the, off the small chance that he doesn't, he's already came out and said that if the Knicks, I mean, I said for Knicks, if the Nets trade him, he'll just straight up retire. And so, I mean, and that's going to throw a huge monkey wrench into whatever the Nets season. Granted, they were already, they're already kind of unstoppable. You have two of the most deadly one-on-one players in James Harden and KD on your roster. But without Kyrie, you look a, you look a lot more human. I mean, without Kyrie, the Nets are already, they're still great, but they look a lot more human. You know, it's almost like when Golden State was already unstoppable with Stephen Clay, when they added KD, it was just, don't even show up. Like, why even play him, you know? And so without him, they just looked a lot more, they look, your chances looked a lot better. Even though you already had, when they had KD, you had 0.5% chance to win, you know, out of 100, out of 100%. When they lost KD, your chances went up to 1%, you know, so in in that kind of direction is what I'm trying to say. Hey, fair enough. I think that it's going to get resolved soon. It, it has to. In a couple of weeks, on the 19th opening day, something, something's got to get done here soon, and I uh, hope that Kyrie makes whatever decision he feels like is best for him, but I hope that it is – him getting vaccinated for just ju- just for the league's sake. Absolutely, man. But enough with the NBA, man. It's time for the people's favorite segment, man. We got who's hot, who's not coming up right now. All right. So, man, for who's hot, this is who, this is who I got for who's not. I got Tyson Fury, man. So, those who don't know, man, for a heavyweight match, we got, for the third time, we had Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Um, I don't know who's watched the matches, but this is how the breakup went. For the first two matches, the first match ended in a draw. The second match ended with Tyson Fury winning. Now, you wonder why. Okay, so how is Tyson Fury on the hot list? This is why. 
he won the first, the second match in such a convincing fashion that they stopped the match. It didn't even, there was no knockout. There was no nothing. He kind of thrashed, he kind of thrashed Deontay Wilder. And so this is just more money. This is just more money. Tyson, Tyson Fury, I'm not, um, like I said, this ends in a draw. So there's still, he still has an undefeated record. While Deontay Wilder, while Deontay Wilder has one loss. If even, let's say Tyson Fury loses this match, he can still go for another one. And it's validated. If Deontay Wilder loses this match, he's, he can almost never ask for another match ever again. Yeah, no, he can't. <laughs> exactly. The first one was a draw, and you lost the second one. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's it, Tyson Fury is on the hot list for right, for, uh, for right now. Hey, hey, he is a bad, bad man. Definitely, man. Who, you got who is not hot? Man, Urban Meyer, bro, had a horrible weekend. As I mentioned earlier, they lost on Thursday Night Football where they had a lead. But then that wasn't even the worst part of what happened to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This dude decided to stay in Ohio instead of taking the plane back with the team to Jacksonville. And, you know, he stuck around, you know, at, uh, you know, some some local bars and, had a couple of the local uh, local hoochie mamas sitting on his lap. A couple of videos got leaked. Some some butt cheeks were getting shook up on him. <laughs> Urban Meyer is a married man. He got children. Ooh, so it blew up, and it blew up fast. <laughs> that man has issued a apology to his team, to his family, a public apology. He's had conversations with the owners the front office and everything. So this dude is having to answer questions left and right from everybody about something that he calls a, uh, it's the dumb mistake. That man is just down bad right now. I know he can't go to work and be, be normal. He can't go home, be normal. <laughs> that can't go home is the worst part, man. Yep. Cause at home, it's probably even worse. <laughs> it's probably worse. It's probably even worse. He probably wants to stay at Jacksonville's facility. Thanks. I think it's time to go and people are locking up. He's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like man, I, do, do I got to go? It's like, <laughs> I might do some extra film study tonight. Yeah, do some extra film study. You know, we got next week's game coming up, you know, so. Start start prepping for, you know, two, three weeks from now. <laughs> Literally, man. So, right, yeah, bro, he's down horrendously, bro. But, oh. Well, hey, I appreciate everybody for tuning into this episode. This is all we got for y'all today on episode 29. Hey, episode 29. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and holding it down with us. Catch us next week. We're going to have some more all around the world of sports for y'all. My name is Evan Schumard. With me is Charles Carter. See y'all next time. All right, man. Y'all take it easy, man. I said you already know, nigga, you don't got a flow. Before rap, you don't really got dope. Before rap, you don't really see snow. In the kitchen about to make some magic. Then blow it all in magic. Pull up in my partner in traffic. Gave it to him, it was all in plastic. All I know, I ain't trying to go to jail.